Welcome to Within WordPress, your podcast, your favorite podcast, I hope, uh, introducing people very active in the WordPress community, as well as those that we don't see very often. With us today is uh, Kelvin. Uh, welcome, Kelvin. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, sure thing. Would you please introduce yourself and tell us what you do with WordPress? Sure. My way into WordPress was kind of like odd. I guess a lot. it's like that for a lot of people. So I was studying um, mechanical engineering, but yep. I always liked the I always liked the programming part more. So we had like several like classes um, during the years on programming, like C sharp and and whatnot. And I always kind of enjoyed that more. So so naturally, like I I was geared more towards that than my actual field of study. And then someday, like for relative asked me to build like a website you know when you study anything technical yep. you assume to, to yeah. know anything <laughs> yeah um and uh, yeah that's i didn't know what wordpress was i just like researched how can you build like an easy website found wordpress and got into that and i liked it so i kept doing like that during my studies and it, it naturally evolved in a way where um i was doing more complex projects really quickly and then i hit a point where I realized this is like all pretty much a house of cards if you take it too far, where I then got into like a new C sharp back then, but I, I didn't like have this assessment yet that pretty much all WordPress products or not all, but the vast majority of WordPress products, plugins, especially are really poor software from a quality perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you had an episode recently with Till from Object Cash Pro where you talked about the software quality issue in, yep. in WordPress. Yeah, one of um, the 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 uh, second episode yeah so i i came to that realization pretty quickly and from there on we did pretty much all the projects that we did um custom so we built custom php applications kind of wordpress like systems that are really complex like connecting a custom stripe um api with um, booking systems scheduling systems gift card systems mm-hmm. so we did develop like um web applications like kind of based on wordpress mostly like bespoke php development uh, and th- that's how we progressed through the years and then in so we never had like a huge amount of clients it was always a few select projects but they were on the higher end yeah like um, i don't know 20k um, euros and up whatever yeah, yeah. Um, and then like i realized that security is like not really an aspect that is handled that well in, in, in WordPress. And uh, we solve for that for our clients in, with like custom solutions, but they were not like reusable, extractable. And that over the years then turned into what we do now with Fortress. So like over the last two and a half, three years, maybe we spent time extracting all of our custom security work that we did into like a reusable software that that can actually be sold and used by anybody that's not like having like a bespoke custom built if that makes sense so it was all like a a weird transition not like planned in any way which i feel is like for a lot of people i think recently you had this i enjoyed this twitter post where you asked like what's your way into wordpress and uh, like a very diverse background set yeah i asked people what the um... yeah, I was gonna say I asked I asked people on uh, on on Twitter or X, we should probably say. Uh, I asked them like, so you're working in WordPress now, but what did you study for? And the answers are, um, well, first of all, nobody studied for WordPress. Um, some did yeah. some computer degree stuff, but the vast majority has nothing to do with um, this line of work. Um, and that was that was fun to see. Um, and yours yeah, would be would be an example as well, mechanical engineering. I didn't I didn't study in this direction either. So, well, maybe slightly, a little bit. I did business and um, business IT, so kind of touches it, but not really. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's that's how we got into security. We created Snicko, our company, and um, we sell a product called Fortress, mostly to WordPress hosting companies, mm-hmm. not to end users. And apart from that, we publish like a lot of really in-depth research in the WordPress security space, which I've um, seen those. Yeah, I think um, I, I don't remember where it was, but you were on some podcast where you discussed the malware, um, malware madness stuff that we published. Yeah. About the efficacy of, of the WordPress malware scanning ecosystem. I think it was in WP builds. 
Um, Might have been WP builds, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that is what we do. Okay, so um, you already mentioned a tweet that I um, sent out, but um, I think there was a tweet of mine that sort of triggered you uh, and reaching out to me. Um, Correct. My uh, so at, at one point uh, I have tweeted something along the lines of saying um, there's um, there's a lot of stuff WordPress can do, but there's a few things WordPress shouldn't be doing. And one of the one of the prime examples that I give is that security, uh, as most people know it, I should uh, add that caveat, but I didn't add that in the, in the tweet. Um, is something that shouldn't be handled inside WordPress, but should be handled before it even reaches WordPress. So um, at the edge, um, I, 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 I know there's more to it, but um, Correct. my, my, yeah, my, my I, biggest I, gripe is in, is, was in, in this uh, tweet, and I'll, I'll link it in the description, but was more geared towards everybody adding all these security, quote-unquote, plugins that in reality are more obscurity than they're actually doing something. But uh, yeah, so, you, you, you commented on that, yeah. Yeah, me and I think also, uh, no, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I like the tweet and I, I messaged you and hey, I've, I have so many thoughts on this, let's let's do a show on that, I think. Yeah. Um, because the, the tweet in its essence was is accurate, but there was something missed. So yeah. you were talking about when you said security, that I will never solve instead of WordPress. You were talking about, so you gave examples of banning um, IPs or banning mm-hmm. bots or spam. Yeah. And I 100% agree you should never do that in a WordPress plugin. So that part of the tweet is 100% accurate. But yeah. it's 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 more nuanced than that because there are some aspects of security that you cannot solve at the edge or at the CDN or Cloudflare or whatever you're yeah. using, and you can't solve them at the, the server layer either. You can Some things you can only really solve inside the application. And um, yeah. yeah, if you're up to it, let's dive into what these are, because I, I think that one of the biggest misconce- misconceptions in WordPress and the WordPress security ecosystem in general is not understanding that security must be layered. You can't solve everything in one solution and you can't solve everything at one layer. Yeah. And if somebody tells you that, they're the most probably lying to you. They are. They are. Um, the reason I tweeted what I tweeted is essentially I, I know there's more layers. Um, there's a difference between what I think uh, people should focus on versus what is actually, uh, uh, you know, what makes sense. I, I want to clarify for those listening uh, and or watching um, what the edge means, because um, it's something we'll discuss uh We'll, we'll probably uh, um, touch it a few more times uh, during this uh, podcast. But the edge is considered everything that is in front of your website. So Cloudflare is probably best known for being the, the, the most versatile edge solution provider, meaning anything that happens on a level of Cloudflare um, doesn't actually touch the server on which your WordPress um, installation is hosted on. I'd say before before your server, not before the website. So before this, before sure. it reaches yeah. your server, yeah. basically, yeah. or your hosting provider's server. Yeah, that, that's the edge. Or yeah. So it it, it 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 is it essentially doesn't. So if you're hosted with any uh, WordPress company, it essentially doesn't touch that part. It's whatever happens in front of it. So, um, uh, but yeah, the um, there are layers to security, many of them. Um, so for. In, in my defense, the, the tweet was meant to spark a discussion. Um, um, wonderful, we're having Which one now. Which I guess it did, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are layers to security, many of them. Uh, I think most people will know the most obvious one, and that's probably two-factor authentication, 2FA. Um, but there's a lot more. So so I I, um, I like to, to give this analogy from... Um, Actually, that is um, mind size. It's a, it's a pretty respect, uh, respected WordPress and WooCommerce agency. Yep. They, in response to our malware madness um, um, research, created a post or a concept which they call like the Swiss cheese model of security. And I like I intuitively like like they are correct in what they're saying, but they put it like just into a brilliant analogy. So I, I always take that now and. Um, and use that to explain it. So, if, actually, if you want, we can show the image on the on 
don't know if you can share your screen. We can definitely link it in the show notes. But uh, I guess like the image of the cheese blocks are it's like I'll, a picture I'll, says more than. than I'll I'll, than I'll link it in the show notes, but um, yeah. All right. So so, so what's not like, what's not to like about cheese anyway? So yeah. Im, Im, imagine your security stack of like um, blocks of Swiss cheese stacked on top of each other. So Swiss cheese, each block has a lot of holes in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And each cheese block in that case represents one layer or one aspect of security. And one or two might not be enough to protect you against the, the a vast amount of threats. But if you correctly assemble your blocks of cheese in a way that each holes are covered by um, blocks of cheese below or above that don't have holes at that specific point, then looking from top to bottom, your stack of cheese now doesn't have any holes or security gaps. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I feel like looking at the picture is like, ah, that makes so much sense. Explaining it is a bit you, rough. You, you could say, you could say like, um, if you have, I don't know how many layers there are, but let's say there's eight layers, you would have a slice of cheese from eight different cheese. Um, and then there's no chance that the holes in uh, the slice number one is going to match exactly with slice number two, three, four, and so forth. Um, ultimately, stacking it means there has to be there. There's going there's bound to be a blocker somewhere for the thing that is trying to um, get inside your site. And the the holes inside each block of cheese naturally naturally represents what you cannot do at that specific layer yeah. in the security chain or security stack. Yeah. So it's it's really brilliant um, um, analogy. We'll link it. Um, I, my only issue with this, it's too complex for most people in WordPress. Uh, it's 100% accurate. I agree with everything that, that's said there, but there are too many layers. It's, it's, I feel like it's too complex. So I, I, I like to break it down into the edge, the server layer, the application layer, which is WordPress, yep. and then behavioral best practices. It, it's easier. So imagine like you have only like these four blocks of cheese. There's less and, cheese uh, here. I don't like that, but yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> and then um, let, let's let maybe give a quick definition of, of what you would do at each layer and then we can dive into what happens if you mismanage the different layers, if that makes sense, or mix responsibility where they don't belong. So at the edge layer, which would be your Cloudflare, your uh, um, or other CDM products that are in front of your web server, in front of your hosting provider. Yep. Maybe you integrated that and pointed the DNS there or some hosting providers have Cloudflare Enterprise integrated or, or similar things. Yeah. At that layer, what you can do is blocking countries by IP, blocking user agents. You can uh, have DDoS protection. You can block spam. Yes. Or for example, if you have a, a static IP or you're in a corporate office and where everybody has like the same IP range, you can restrict access to your WordPress site by IP. Yeah. Yep. Each of these things are best handled at the, the network layer because you want to, and this is what you talked in your tweet about, you want to incur as little load as possible. Yep. Right? On your server, you want you don't want to consume resources. It's not that these things can't be handled at the plugin layer or the WordPress layer. Sure, you could block, a, I mean, you could have like a WordPress plugin or whatever that checks the IP, then fetches the geolocation from that IP and then denies your request, but then I mean, you basically like already incurred like ninety-five percent of the entire load across the entire stack. So that's a plugin really doing a lot of things. There. Yeah, yeah, that's a plugin doing a lot of things it shouldn't be doing. Um, in the, it's, it's, it's not and, a smart solution. And you're one hundred percent accurate in in in, in the, your tweet. And I feel like you talked about this this layer. Mm -hmm. The other important thing is like um, a generic web application firewall should live at the edge. And it's important to say generic. I, I feel like you had another um, recent discussion or tweet where you had like um, there's like Cloudflare WAF web application firewall looking down on on, on plugins. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, in my opinion, you can run a generic firewall. And the generic firewall, uh, how I define it, is you could take the same firewall, put it on front of WordPress, or put it in front of Laravel or put it in front of a Symfony project, or put it in front of a Node.js project. It doesn't make a difference. It, it's, it's generic in that sense. It, it's not tailored to your application. So there you can block, like, analyze the, 
or query request parameters, look for XSS, look for SQL injection, injection attacks. And th these are all pretty generic where you just basically only need knowledge about the request parameters that come into your into your stack and then get passed down to the server yep. and to WordPress. All of this, this is a generic web application firewall should happen at the edge because it's way faster and you um, don't incur the research, um, the resource hit basically of, yep. of doing all that in the server, which is why I, I think I responded. It's, it should be like your Cloudflare web application firewall looking down on plugin based regex checks, because that is pretty much what every plugin does. Um, they analyze all the request parameters to get post cookies, files that are uploaded, and then perform extensive regex, check, regex checks on them, yep. which is like not the most fast, uh, the fastest thing to do in PHP. And even then you already occurred so much cost, the, your web server was hit, you booted WordPress. Uh, it's not the best place to, it's not that it's insecure by design, which there are some things that are insecure by design if you do that the wrong layer, it's just not resource efficient and you waste a lot of server resources, you consume more energy than you need to. And also you can't really, which another important thing, you can't benefit from the, let's say edge intelligence where they, 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 all these providers aggregate a lot of data, they become better and better over time, which in, which in a sense, some plugins also have that, but not to that scale, if that makes sense. Yep. Like they're not Cloudflare, they don't have that much data. Or, I don't want to say Cloudflare, there are other products, but I feel like when people talk about the edge, it's pretty much synonymous with, uh, yeah, I use Cloudflare. I think they won. They're the ones that coined the term as well, so kind of makes sense. Yeah, they 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 do a pretty good job of 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 coining these security uh, uh, terms. Also, like now the, the zero trust uh, yep. stuff. Yeah, they're yep. pretty. They do a pretty amazing job of that. So this would be the edge layer. So one qu one question: the the edge layer, as you describe, and let's take Cloudflare for example, because it's the one most people can relate to. Um, inside the web application firewall, there are settings that target specifically WordPress. There's a rule. There's a set of rules that you can activate as well. Are you saying those have less of an impact than what you would hope them to do, or because you're saying a, 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 a WAF is a generic thing, and then you know um, there there are, but um, let's let's say like this for my I said generic because the counter example of them would be then like a web application or firewall that runs inside of WordPress, yeah. where it has access to all the um, session information right. and the, the current context of the request, which Cloudflare doesn't have because it's on top of that. So you yeah. can't really assess is the user authenticated, um, what kind of privilege does he have? Uh, that's, that's what I mean, like generic in a way that you could put it in front of a different application altogether. Sure, they might have some, might have some rules, for example, like, I'm making stuff up like um, be more strict about the WP lock in PHP page, for example, mm -hmm. and maybe like um, apply stricter checks there, but they don't have access to the, the runtime or the current request yeah, concept from uh, the WordPress perspective. That's a good distinction which to make. you also need sometimes. Yeah. That, that, that is my like distinction between generic and then WordPress specific uh, firewall, yeah. which would be like, for example, um, patch deck blocking um, a specific um, exploit, but only, for example, if you're not an administrator, because um, then you break. Yeah, there's there's no way something on the outside of WordPress can actually do that. So yeah, you, I mean, you could, for example, let's say you you have a vulnerability that can be exploited by um, sending the parameter X with the value of Y, and then you have a, a zero day in a plugin. Mm -hmm. You could block that at the edge layer. The issue is, how do you make it? user-friendly in a way that the legitimate users can still use that zero day. Does that make sense? Because you don't know if the person sending the request is actually yep. an attacker or if it's maybe the legitimate site or an editor. Yeah, so that, you, that. you could just shut that endpoint down completely, but then you also break functionality. And if you break functionality, then people will turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> That's like the, the reality of security. So at that point, there are some firewall aspects. Um, where you need access to the current WordPress context. You need to be able to see um, who is, is this administrator? Is it an admin? Is he not authenticated? Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that, which you can't easily transfer. In and, and for example, you couldn't put patch tag right now, the WordPress plugin into a Laravel application because that's entirely different. The context of Laravel, the authentication system of Laravel works very different. Yeah. Then, then, then how it does in WordPress. 
but you could put Cloudflare in front of both with, with pretty much without any like major issues. So that, that's, that's the distinction I draw with the generic and then WordPress-specific firewalls. Gotcha. Thanks for clarifying, because I, I, I think that's... Um, um, yeah, there's, there's room for understanding which part involves what um, and, and looking at that uh, Cloudflare uh, firewall, the, there are rules within it that specifically target WordPress sites, but those are more more in terms of uh, I'm on the generic level still, but I, I'm making it slightly more specific. Um, Correct. It's still yeah, not that, specific with um, uh, understanding the the you know the one the, the visitor. What what is what is what is their role on the WordPress site? Um, what are they doing? What what are they allowed to do? All those sort of things. Correct. So that's the Maybe edge. To raise my window here because it looks like it's night. There was so much light, and I turned it down. <laughs> it's a bit better now. Yeah. No worries. I was so dark here. Okay. Um, yeah. So that is the the edge layer, pretty much. Yeah. And below that is your server, which is the server security is almost always managed by your hosting company. And uh, I think that's a good thing. It's not something you worry about. For example, um, hosting companies run stuff like Cloud Linux or um, OS operating system security, or they have their different um, separations of concerns between different sites on a server, maybe if it's not shared hosting. but. Um, they have their container um, container strategies, for example. Yep. They're using Docker-based setups, or they um, all, all these OS level stuff. Um, yeah, there's also, very there's various ways of uh, of of securing your site on server level. Um, there's very um, I don't know how many different abstraction levels and layers there are, but there's a ton that you can do on server level um, just by uh, creating small versions of containers. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, and this is also, um, uh, in my opinion, malware scanning should live here. We, we talked about, I don't want to like summarize the malware madness again. We, we can just link out to it. But yep. in my opinion, malware scanners, they should run at your server level because then the actual malware running inside your WordPress site can't affect or alter your scanner. And then the server level, because it, you don't want the actual processing and scanning of files to happen on your server. You just basically want an agent, in my opinion, that scans everything and sends all that data remotely to a server controlled by the malware scanning company, where they then do all the heavy analysis. Because if you do it on your site, you will consume your server resources, which you don't want. But it's really important, in my opinion, that malware can't alter the scanner or in this this case the the agent or demon running on the server that is collecting the actual information right. file changes logs if it's if it's able to be altered and this is like what we talked about with there are many malware scanning plugins that have like a local component as a, so a wordpress plugin and then they yep. send off the files remotely to be analyzed remotely on a remote server okay the issue with that is Yes, you you don't you don't have the resource hit anymore. For example, with stuff like WordFence or local scanners, how I call them. Yep. You you they can be tempered and they consume a lot of server resources. And if you shift they analysis do. off remotely, then you solve for the resource part. So you're not consuming the the resource, but it's still insecure because malware. What it can do is it can actually temper or sit between the communication between your plugin and your remote application. So, so what ma it does man in the is, middle. Correct, in a sort, yeah, in a sense. So if I like install malware, let's say in a must-use plugin, and if I hit that endpoint, it just opens a reverse shell for me or, or whatever, yeah? Yep. And um, then your sc local scanner comes along and says, hey, okay, look, this has been modified. I don't know this yet. And it wants to send it off. So the malware can basically, and it does, like the, we publish stats on that. They can intercept that communication and just like look at, the API response that is expected by your remote application and just send it back like, hey, no changes here, all good, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. It that can is in, the issue. It, it's in the same layer and thus can act as if uh, nothing is really going on and while all the Correct. while um, you're fully vulnerable. So that is why that um, information collection part, in my opinion, also has to, to happen at the server layer. It could be like just ideally some compiled binary that runs as a daemon and 
watch your stuff in real time. So this is something. Real- this is something that a hosting company should solve. Oh yeah, definitely. This isn't something that that any WordPress end user uh, right. should ever get into, and we'll come to that topic, I guess, uh, in a bit. But yeah, this is absolutely uh, done by the hosting company. Like the, yeah. the, the are hosting you, companies don't. Are you testing different hosting companies to see what they, how well they're doing their thing? Yeah, we do. Yeah. And have you published these results at all, or is that uh, something you give back uh, to the hosting companies? It is from a malware scanning perspective. We we looked at what what people have integrated. It was more like um, it's tricky because most of the malware scanning, commercial malware scanning products that are not WordPress plugins, mm-hmm. they basically have some clause in the terms of service that you can't basically perform analysis of their security or efficacy. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't want to like, didn't want, I mean, I didn't want to go through all the process of, hey, like, can I have permission for this and, and whatever. So we mostly focused on like um, the, the, the plugin, the plugin part, yeah. which is like, I can do anything I want on the, on my system, but also tricky because some remote plugins, so some remote plugin scanners also have stuff in terms of service that you can't um, test the efficacy of the remote part. So what yeah. we did there yeah, is of course. basically I I didn't want to mess with any of the legal stuff. It's, it's like the malware madness stuff took us probably two months, and I didn't want it to go like uh, three months. Make it yeah? three four months. Yeah, yeah. So. So I, I published for the local um, stuff, what we did is we published the, the exact proof of concepts of malware that we wrote that completely renders them useless. And then we um, basically gave that to Patch Tech as an independent party to verify. And then they basically backed, look, guys, we have verified this. Everything that's been outlined here theoretically is true. We have received the proof of concept of this um, because obviously we don't want to go ahead and uh, raise the skill level of any like average WordPress hacker by giving them free malware templates to use. If yep. that makes sense. That makes and a lot of sense. Remo- for the remote scanners, we we did it like conceptually and told them and and showed patch check basically. Like, look, look here at this point. If you change this bit of code, send uh, this response back. It it will not be able to tell the difference. But I can't show you like the results of testing it with the actual remote service me locked in there because that terms of service prohibit us from doing that. And, right. Uh, yeah. So, and that's also the case for uh, the, like, um, I guess, I don't know. I, I haven't checked for, for like um, OS level stuff. Like there's modern, there's monarchs, there's um, immunify 360, which a lot of hosting companies use. Um, so in, in terms of what's happening on server level and attacks that are being uh, deployed, how much of a, like, is this a constant bombarding and ever-changing? Um, they're trying to get into the server level uh, via different vectors. Is is this? Because if if I look at the exploits of plugins inside of WordPress, I know for a fact that as soon as a vulnerability is is known, whether they have researched it themselves or they found uh, somebody saying something about it, um, that from that moment on, you will get a lot of attacks on. You know, scanners that go yeah, through for, WordPress for, sites. For, for, for major plugins, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So and if and there's any zero day out, it will be exploited. So, like, so how much is this happening on server level? On, on server level, I, I, I'd say like the, the skill level is higher. Yeah. So yeah. I would assume. It's not yeah. the, the, the low hanging fruit. But um, just for example, check, like for example, um, on Gripen, which we use for our own site. If you look into the fail to ban logs there for SSH connections, you will see constant bombardment of people like yeah. trying to get uh, into your SSH connection with their um, trying to brute force that. Um, so it's also definitely happening at, at the server layer. I would... Or if they're like, I, I don't really recall any recent examples, but sometimes they're like um, zero days in, in in Linux, yeah, in OS level functionality, yeah, yeah. like something that's shipped with Ubuntu and not necessarily Ubuntu, but like some program that is shipped with it. Yeah. That like some zero data can be exploited, um, or the uh, yeah. So the, this is this is it basically like um, the compromising a WordPress site through the server level is way harder than compromising through the WordPress site. I see it more like the server level level layer assists in making sure that uh, you can't get in through the WordPress site. 
yeah. that makes sense. That Not necessarily I get going it. through the server layer. I mean, there's there's some there have been some instances. For example, I I, I don't want to um, get the dates wrong, but it must be like a two years ago, maybe a little less, maybe a little more, where Goldie had like a big breach where their database was hacked, and then the credentials or the the WordPress information of the sites there were compromised, basically. Yeah. So it, this also can happen, but it's it's rare. It's it's rare that somebody gets hacked through the hosting company directly. Or to the server stack. I, I only know of a couple of instances for as long as I've been uh, doing this, which is, I guess, uh, 18 plus years. Uh, it's rare, but when it happens, it's horrendous. Uh, yeah, because then all the sites on the server are pretty much done. Yeah. If you get in through the server level. Yeah. yeah. So server level is something a hosting company um, needs to take care of. Um, is there a way for us to check? Like, how do I know if a hosting company is any good? Do we just I mean, guess or hope for the best? It's, what, really, what is... it, 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 it's really hard to tell if you're, uh, um, let's say, a regular end user or WordPress Pro yeah. agency yeah, I would, or I would, I would. whatever you want to categorize that um, because uh, you don't have like the, the technical knowledge to assess the, the solutions they're employing. I mean, in, in my opinion, stuff should be handled like like um, malware scanner should be there, a server-side malware scanner. Yep. Um, there should be definitely server-side backups, which we can also go into later, which I put like in this um, behavioral best practice layer. Um, you don't want backups to happen through your WordPress site because, um, and this will most likely be like our next research topic, like assessing the security of the WordPress backup ecosystem. Because imagine like the worst case scenario, you're hacked and then you only have plugin-based backups and then an attacker deletes all your backups because he doesn't they can. want you to be able to recover quickly. Uh, yeah? And then they Or can, yeah. maybe even because it's just mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they delete all your backups. That is like the, the absolute worst case scenario. And I think that the way that's being done right now with plugins is is really risky because most of them allow you to have like back and forth communication. I mean, if it's local backups, it's completely doomed anyway, because you can just uh, remove them. Yeah. Uh, RMM. the file system yeah. but if you have remote backups really make sure for example that they are append only um, and can't be deleted from within the wordpress site because if that's possible then what's stopping an attacker from just deleting all your plug uh, all your backups or so in, in this they also have to be immutable so what also can happen is they inject the malware that they have on your site and inject it into your backups is it the backups yeah, they yeah. can be tempered yeah so this should be also handled as a server layer um, fail to ban is good for like SSH connections, OS level security. Yep. If it's available, something like Cloud Linux is good. It's but it's it's hard to assess for for like uh, your for an average WordPress user. I think which it's is where this trust element at some point there needs to be like a, a, a trust element. Hey, I trust this company yeah. with my with present. Um, if I can't assess the the their security stack. That there needs to be some element of, tr of trust somewhere in yeah. this chain. Yeah, I think that's inescapable. Um, um, having worked at a hosting company, um, I, I know a bit more about the ins and outs. Um, and and you know, there's a uh, there's a very long list of things being done there. Um, some of it you can tell, and most of it you can't, uh, because that in itself is a vector. Um, yeah, but it's hard. Um, I've uh, I've you know, like I, disclosing I, I, what is being done, or, or yeah, I mean. yeah. So from from the moment you tell, this is what we're using to protect you from that. Um, that also means that if that uh, solution ever gets a a zero day zero day exploit, you are very quick to understand where you need to be because it. Um, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. So the 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 disclosing of what software you're using uh, in and of itself is a vector of attack. It's a rare one, but it's it's one that is most certainly there. Um, yeah, it becomes. Um, um, I, I feel like I feel like in a sense that that is though like probably not the same, but it's it, it reminds me a bit of this um, hiding which WordPress plugin you're using, because pe be, because people think that hey, if I'm vulnerable, then people have like this this I feel like at least with this they have this notion of an attacker is going to check their site manually and then yeah, check yeah, which yeah. So the, which plugin they have. No, it's like they just bombard every single URL that they yeah. can find, like hoping that this exploit is active, right? Yeah, the the, the whole the, that's an that's a, that's an entirely different concept within security, um, where 
if you look at all the um, the WordPress security plugins out there, the vast majority does some level of obfuscation, which is you know it's hiding your login. And sure, that helps some of the scripts, but uh, anyone worth their salt is not checking for if uh, wp hyphen login.php is available. They'll have different ways. They just hit it. Yeah, that, yeah they, they just hit it. Just and hit if it. it's not there, fine, we'll find a different way. But m yeah. moving it to a different location, um, it eases your soul, I guess, but it doesn't really do yeah, right, that it, much it, for it, anyone being is, really serious. And, and we definitely have to get into that a bit because a lot of the WordPress security ecosystem right now is basically not making you secure, but making you feel secure. Yes. Which is what, what, what most people want anyways. They want to feel secure. So that long they list. Want to, they want to feel that, hey, I'm doing, they, they, everybody, or pre, not everybody, but most like WordPress agencies or let's say WordPress power users or whatever, they know they're supposed to do something. Yeah. And they, they just want to know, hey, I'm doing, and have that self, um, how you, you say, self-assurance that they're doing something and that, so that they can feel secure. Whether I, they are secure is a different question. I, I think the, the, um, there's quite a few um, security plugins out there that just have that long list of attempts, right? So every single bot trying to get in, just scanning whatsoever, whatever, whatever they can scan on your site, but then list that in terms of, look, this is all the stuff that we blocked. And an attempt to check your login is not necessarily an attack, um, nor is, oh, it, yeah, nor I, is I, it very I, important. I, I, but the I, long list of look at what all the stuff that we blocked gives no, you the I, idea. I feel this is this is so disingenuous, disingenuous because yeah. they send you like a login, uh, an email like urgent, uh, so and so to, uh, to me, failed login on your page, which to, which makes people think like, hey, like th this plugin must be re working really hard. Yeah? Exactly. So, to me, this I is marketing. This, this yeah, is the, the, the marketing within security. I find. Um, you know, let's start with a with a, a word. That, uh, let's call it simple. It's a very simple way of of uh, hijacking your feelings of how well something is working, and you do that by marketing. And it doesn't it doesn't bear any real um, like. I'm not saying that contributes to alarm fatigue, which is a very big yeah, problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. People just stick their head in the sand, and then if you actually need to reach them, yeah. And yeah. they like how are they gonna like take action if you have been bombarding them with 500 messages a day yeah. but that is like an, an entirely different topic which which i could go on and on about yeah, yeah um, same here same here i did, I, so, I i, I it, let's just say it's it's disingenuous yes i think it's um it, it, it's a version of marketing i i i don't feel comfortable with in terms of um confirming if this is working or not it, it, it's not it, it's i'm not saying it's not doing anything i'm just saying that that particular portion is not what you think it is or it doesn't do what you hope it does um and that's a shame because it um i mean just think of it like cloudflare doesn't send you an email when each time they block a bot exactly exactly and they do it uh 24 <laughs> 7 non-stop so let's let, freak out if yeah yeah you would you would uh freak out if you if you learned all the things they do um, so we're already uh, sort of moved on to the next covered, layer, right? Right. We covered Edge. We covered the server layer. Now the, the application layer. layer and application layer in, in this case is the WordPress layer. So WordPress is your application. In, so what in, should people be doing? So I want to cover like the, the two myths that are also like prevalent here, which is like just use good hosting. Like mm. I've seen this quote like, so many times in like various Facebook groups when people ask like, hey, I'm thinking about using so-and-so or so-and-so plugin or what are you guys doing? And it's just use good hosting or I just... As a solution there. for security. Yeah, like as a like just use good hosting and then you're done. Mm. Or just use Cloudflare and you're done. Which is like, yes, you need them. They are at different levels, but they can't protect you against threats at the application level, which are plenty. So, like, just to give a couple of examples, um, WordPress uses um, MD5 password hashing by default. Yeah. Which is, like, outdated, like, probably 20 years, and it will probably never get updated. There's, like, a track ticket that is open, like, since nine years or whatever to basically update that. 
And there are some solutions that replace that basically with secure password hashing. So when your site will inevitably have like a vulnerability, an SQL injection vulnerability where somebody can dump your entire database, mm -hmm. they can't like crack all your hashes like in a matter of minutes, basically. Stuff like that, you can't do that at the server layer. You can't do that at Cloudflare. Like Cloudflare can't change the password hashing implementation of your WordPress site. Um, that, that will be one example. You can't um, do anything with 2FA or authentication related mm -hmm. at your server layer. It, it's impossible conceptually because you need access to the WordPress runtime. You need access to core WordPress functions. You need access to set uh, WordPress specific cookies. It's not possible to like generally, you always want to um, push security as high up in the stack as, as you can. So you want to offload as much as possible to to um, elements higher in the chain. You don't want yep. to block um, IPs in your plugin, push that off to Cloudflare. Or you don't want to block um, an entire country in your plugin, push that off to Cloudflare or your server if you don't have Cloudflare, whatever. But sometimes it's, it's, it's conceptually not possible to do that because by, by design it doesn't work. So it would be like, uh, so the stuff like virtual patching where you need, um, we already covered this a bit, but like virtual patching where you want to make it secure and user-friendly because you need access to the WordPress runtime. Yeah. It doesn't work at the server level, doesn't work at, at Cloudflare. Stuff like session security, which is absolutely non-existent in WordPress. Um, if you log in, basically, you stay logged in for a very long time. And we'll probably publishing research maybe in one or two weeks with um, we watch your websites with um, which we did like the model and madness stuff. They have a, a ton of data on hack WordPress sites. Yeah. I think they're monitoring like six million sites right now. Um, a shocking amount of WordPress sites are hacked because the end user has malware on his local device. Oh, I've seen that happen and so many times. In, and and when he logs in, they just steal his cookies. Yeah. Yeah. They don't steal passwords and usernames anymore. They steal cookies and sell it uh, in marketplaces. And then you can just take that cookie and basically put it in your browser or you send it from this, the command line. And then you're basically that user. You bypass all authentication, yeah. you bypass passwords. I think this is a bypass 2FA. And uh, this is like um, not theoretical. This is very much happening. Like, and we have the data oh, I, we watch to, to back that up. This is, and, this, is, um, this, is, this is one I'd like to highlight because most people are not aware of this part. So they they just think oh, absolutely um, I'm just updating my WordPress. It's up to date. My plugins are up to date. I got a great hosting. I got I got Cloudflare. I got the whole I got the whole stack right. I got everything going right. And then um, I've seen this on a on a on a client of mine who got hacked like um, like really really bad. And yeah. uh, all the scans that were done uh, made it pretty clear that there was no visible vector on the server, on the application. So you then go, okay, so then there are other routes. And uh, as it turns out, uh, they got hacked two weeks later again. And that was the definitive, okay, that now we know where it's coming from because we had employed extra stuff. And it was very straightforward. None of those things were touched. Nothing was clear. But uh, when we asked uh, the client, like, what is the system you're using to log in? Um, they were running some old Windows version like not up to date, not even remotely up to date, um, and they had, um, I think they had a combination of uh, stuff in the uh, the browser, like extensions, and that was the way. Uh, oh yeah, browser they extensions. They continuously are, are, could yeah. get in, and they were indeed stealing cookies. Um, there so, are a lot of. Um, I, I think that who covered that Cassie Zen might have been. They, she covered like recently. Uh, we can link it in the show notes. Um, about exploited browser extensions, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like and if you're not aware that that's a thing, and, and you 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 know, I'm, I'm, I got everything covered. No, you don't. If you're, so I, I for instance, I I've 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 I have three kids, um, and uh, combined with all their devices, my devices, my wife's devices, everything, it's quite a bit of stuff that I have in the house that is you know running a version of software. Um, I've yeah. I've taught my kids to understand the importance of having everything updated ASAP. So if I, if, yeah. I, if I look around at my friends and they are running with outdated apps, outdated uh, OS versions, outdated stuff, 
everywhere. And they're fully not aware that there are plentiful ways of having an unsecure device, clicking on a non, you know, it looks very trivial in terms of it's it, it's a normal URL. I'm in a browser. I'm on a website. How can something go wrong here? But there are browsers, uh, sorry, there are websites that are hacked, which then have sites that have links that are attacking you and unsecure devices. And, you know, it, it trickles down to... It, it definitely happens. It, it happens way more than people think. Way more. Way more. And uh, you, the, the best way to protect against that is secure local device. I mean, for example, if you're an agency and you have five employees, yeah. But I feel like this is this is too. It's not advanced, but it's too advanced for the the majority of the WordPress space. Like, don't give them, like, don't have them work from their personal laptop. Like, have yep. them a, a properly set up like device where they can't install stuff, they can't remove stuff. They yep. have to have more with scans, yeah. Yeah. But this is like, too, probably, I, want, I don't want to say too advanced because it's in like. In the infosec space, it's not advanced, yeah. But no, uh, no, but for it's the majority of the WordPress code. You need to tailor to your audience, basically. It's it's too advanced for the majority. Yeah, but it's and, most certainly uh, a vector that uh, not enough people think about enough. Um, so uh, you know, uh, as a general note, don't just update everything on your WordPress. Uh, make sure that the devices that you're working on are also up to date, and be very. Um, Reluctant into installing. Don't, don't uh, use some weird browser extension for exactly. some stuff that you probably could live without. Yeah. From a developer, you don't know. Like you don't know what's their supply chain. You don't know does he have his GitHub account secured? Exactly. Does he have two of Anos GitHub account? Like you, you don't know. Like it's it's a security risk. Basically. This this is a good way of uh, of understanding that uh, uh, assumptions is the is the mother of all fuck ups. Uh, if you assume you're going to be okay just because you're taking care of stuff the way you can see it, then you are most certainly having vectors that people will exploit. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the, the best way to protect against this, the session-specific stuff um, is just having your local device secured. But it's probably hard to enforce if you have a WooCommerce site with, yes. I don't know, like of 1K course. customers. Like you can't enforce that all of them must have their local device secured. Yeah. So you need session security at the application layer, for example, to check... Um, and this is like absolutely non-existent, but um, think about like, for example, if you have, um, I don't know, are you using GitHub or even easier, your banking site, yeah? Mm -hmm. you, you you don't build banking sites in WordPress, but it's, I give it as an example because the concept is pretty clear. If you log in there and you go away for 15 minutes, you're not, not logged in anymore in the banking site. Yep. At least you shouldn't be, yeah? You don't want somebody coming along and then like making a deposit or a wire transfer just because you left your computer, mm -hmm. so you're not locked in anymore. And this also ties into the session, the, the cookie stealing stuff. If I steal your cookies, it's probably not likely that you just locked in at that right point. And how most of these info stealers work, they self-install, they dump all your cookies, send them off to a remote location, and then remove itself to evade like detection by your uh, antivirus. There are yeah. some that are persistent, but um, the majority are like this. And uh, then the cookies are sold in like the dark web and marketplaces and whatever. And if your cookie is valid for like two weeks or whatever, like it's in WordPress, then that cookie can be used for two weeks. And if you, for example, you have like detection that, hey, you left your site for 30 minutes, then probably either that cookie shouldn't be valid or at least you shouldn't be like a full administrator anymore. So if you go, for example, mm. um, on GitHub, it's done like this. You are always logged in, which um, I don't like that much, to be honest. But so you know, I've never like realized that I'm locked out on GitHub. But what they do is, for example, if you go then to your repository settings, yeah, you can't or change you that. Go to change your um, uh, API keys or SSH keys, they yeah. always ask you for reauthentication. So they they demoted your privileges yeah. basically because you left your device or because your login was like a, lo um, a long time ago, and all of this stuff is pretty much non-existent in WordPress, yeah. and you can't can't solve for that either on the server layer. It's conceptually not possible. And there are many more things like this. Um, for example, you can't have the, one of the biggest issues in WordPress still, unfortunately, is SQL injection, like going to any like database, patch deck, word fence, doesn't matter, type in SQL injection, and you can see them literally pop up every single day, probably, or yeah. every other day in yeah. some plugin. So it's not a matter of uh, if it's a matter of when, when you run some plugin on your site that has an SQL injection. So you, plugins should account for that WordPress should account for that you're not developing isolation um, and for example you can't um, 
uh, we released, recently released like um, announced like a vault, vaults and pillars, which is basically we managed to secure sensitive data from other plugins in your database and encrypt them. Yeah. Um, without requiring code changes in the plugins, it just keeps working. But magically, the data is encrypted at rest in a database and then decrypted before it's passed to WordPress. I, like we can link it in show notes, but it's pretty complex how that works. But you couldn't do that at the server level. No. Yeah. Like, no, how's that going to be. work? Like if somebody like makes a database query, um, how you you can't decrypt? It just some things you just can't handle at the server layer. Yeah. And if you try to push stuff into the wrong layer, for example, if you push malware scanning out of the server level into the plugin level, mm -hmm. you're insecure. If you, um, sorry, yeah, if you push stuff down from the server level, for example, to the, the site level, in the example of malware scanners, it's just not that secure anymore. Best case, it's just resource waste. Yeah, for example, with the, the pushing the IP blocking or geo blocking down yep. into the plugin application layer, it's resource waste. It will work. It, it's not necessarily insecure either if it's correctly implemented. It's just a massive resource waste. But some things you can't push down and some things you can't push up. It's just a matter of like doing things at the correct layer, yep. which is where I feel like mm, we can get into like the problems a bit of the WordPress security ecosystem. One of them is like, Plugins are this like all-in-one tool, basically. Yeah. Every single plugin mixes responsibilities from every layer, so they all do pretty much stuff that belongs into the edge layer, stuff that belongs into the server layer, stuff that belongs into the application layer, and it it's just it just gives you a false sense of of your actual security. It, that makes sense. it, it does. It does. Um, so if you look at all these solutions we have currently available within WordPress, right? Security plugins. Um, what 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 would be your your top three that you work? Okay, if if you're going to use it, this is the one you should be using. But turn off this and that, or do you have anything like that for general security solutions or the yeah. plugin layer? Yeah, on on uh, for within your WordPress site. Within WordPress side, I mean, I'm kind of biased. We we develop like an application security <laughs> um, product that we sell to hosting companies, but it runs inside WordPress. Yeah, Fortress runs inside WordPress. If you don't have access to that, um, I mean, it's it's kind of hard for me to give a recommendation because I, I've I've seen that I've peeked behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, so, which is why I'm asking uh, you because that that's the interesting I, I, answer. I, I, <laughs> Like we reported like vulnerabilities at the end of 2022 in like over um, 25 security plugins. Yeah. And like with a total of 16 million sites affected. And they all eventually fixed it. They took sometimes months. Sometimes I didn't disclose it. Crazy. Sometimes I didn't fix it at all. And all of these things were like, it's not like, super complicated uh, vulnerability chain, zero day. It's just like basic practices, like don't store sensitive data in plain text in a so, database. So I'm asking you a very difficult question then. It, it's, it, it, it is because I, I've, I think behind the curtain probably more than, than, than most people in this ecosystem. Yeah. Um, but I, I'd say like some vendors that have fixed their stuff reasonably fast. I seems has been reasonably fast in fixing their stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so it, this is also, I mean, they also do a lot of stuff that shouldn't be done at the plugin layer, but they, they have some, some good stuff there. Um, so what's the best advice you can give difficult. then? Because uh, obviously um, solving it, everything perfectly, um, if you're saying, um, and, 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 and I understand if you would be saying this, but like, like the best way to solve this is use our product. I, I get that, um, but that's not a possibility for everybody. Yeah, sure. There is a there's a large component of solving your security is what we uh, briefly touched on is is the the behavior around security, right? So updating your your your, your um, all all the devices that you work on, um, using a password manager, um, using least privileges is huge. Like, don't make your clients yeah. an administrator. Start from like a create a bit and don't use a plugin for that either. Like, you can do that in 
WPCLI and it's super easy to create, create a role, call it client, and then you add capabilities yep. and you don't start an administrator and then remove menu items or capabilities with some plugin. Yeah, it's, it's the wrong way. You started no privileges and then you give privileges as you go. And if your client says you, hey, I, I don't have access to, to so, this or that, and, and then you give it to him. Basically. So, so on, in, 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 yeah, and then I, I, I 100% agree. Um, the vast majority of clients just don't need all that access. Um, for, for and and for no, most of them, it's also confusing having all these options and and features. Um, but if you look at the, um, what do I add to WordPress in terms of a solution that helps me be as secure as I can be? Is there any recommendation you you can have? Uh, I, I'm, I'm judging it by like how how good have they been in the, their interaction with us because we've interacted yep. with every single vendor we, in the space, every yeah. single one. And every single one in some way or shape now runs, that um, was mostly in the 2FA space. So we focused, like we didn't do like an audit of every single security plugin. We yeah. focused on the 2FA functionalities and every single one of them in some way or shape runs our code or protocols now anyway because we gave it to them. But I'm judging like from how they responded. I guess that there is like this free plugin, the the maintained by I know if it's maintained by WordPress, but it's in the WordPress GitHub. Yeah. So from the plugin contributors or whatever, yeah. they have like a free two of a plugin. It still has some issues. For example, it still stores your um, secret keys in plain text because I don't know. <laughs> we reported that like nine months ago with them. It's it's not getting fixed. But that's one that one is okay, and they've been like at least like um, responsive. That, that one I'd, I'd say if you want like a free or affordable solution or you don't have any access to anything else use that um besides i mentioned yeah, I, I like something some of the things that iThemes does that do like uh, application layer security in some senses iThemes security just don't fall for yeah correct yep. just don't fall for this like all-in-one uh, approach of like hey we you have this one plugin and then you're secure and yeah, don't yeah, ever yeah. worry about it. And it's, it's like, don't fall for like the, the, the marketing basically. But it's, it's difficult that's, because that's hard. a lot of end users in WordPress are not like 99% of users in WordPress are not able to make assessments about security. They just yeah. aren't. There needs to be an element of trust. Th th there has to be. Uh, I think that is inescapable because we can solve a lot of stuff in terms of... Uh, Hey, look, this is marketing talking to you. So be a little bit more, you know, um, judging in, in terms of the information that you see written. Um, but it very quickly, if, if we're talking security, it very quickly becomes you having to understand security. Um, yeah, at the, ba at, the, uh, at the basic level, you should probably. If you're an agency, you have a lot of clients. Certainly, but you should, but, you at know, the basic level, understand some stuff. But there's there's way more people than just agencies using WordPress, and it is it is yeah 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 oh, undoable. Oh, okay. So for if we're talking like end users, like non-technical, just logs in, creates like a website and whatever, mm -hmm. that it's my strong opinion that it will be impossible to educate them on security. Absolutely impossible, in my opinion. Yeah, I... um, they just for them security is like it's something that them that bothers them, has to be done. It's like compliance in some sense. Um, which is why I feel that this needs to be handled from the hosting companies, which is why we built our product the way it is. We want to sell to hosting companies for them to just bake it into their stack and tell their customers, look, this is basically what customers want anyway. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. know, hey, we're doing something. You're good. Because there's really no other way to reach these people. You can't educate them. You, you can't explain it to them. They are no, not no. in any way or shape qualified it to configure a security product. It, it just it, it's just a completely wrong approach in my opinion and for for some reason like if you think about it the hosting industry in its entirety has arbitrarily stopped standardizing the security stack at the application layer so we, we've gone through the layers so the hosting companies have uh, some have edge integrations cloudflare or whatever yep pretty much everybody does something at the server layer but for some reason and i don't know like how that came along it's not like there was some big master plan or whatever but for some reason everybody stopped standardizing their stack at the application layer as if crossing like the wordpress barrier is like some uh sacred line that you're not allowed to cross yeah 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 
like my question is why is that you don't let your customers choose like their file system security or like how they want to separate their sites like what kind of folder permissions like you don't offload that burden to your customers so why as a hosting company would you offload at a different layer to the customer just because it's in wordpress doesn't mean they're any more qualified to configure like application layer security compared to configuring yeah. their um their best nginx configs does that make sense yeah. it, i don't yeah. know i don't know how that developed but this is like the, the the main problem that i see like in in the in the space right now which is kind of contributed to why we do things the way we do but i i, I don't know how, how, how to solve it like end users will never be able to assess what they need yeah. So the, to... the the problem you're aiming to solve is a one that is it, it, it even transcends um, WordPress in the the, the biggest way, um, like password managers. There is there is no sensible argument why you would not be using a password manager. Why you Correct. want to understand or remember your passwords. Um, th- yeah, I, just I just getting how, people how, to understand that principle is just mind mind boggling. It's impossible. The, the, um, the, the, end, the actual end users, they will, and in some way, yes, you have agencies. You could probably educate them. Also, like this is kind of what we're doing with our research. But even that, it's it's challenging. Many it is. Just don't want to know. And if you go like a level down, for example, let's just say like a generic like shared hosting company, they don't have anything in their marketing like. Some have stuff like free SSL, which I think is like kind of funny. Like it's not like uh, 2010 anymore. Like free SSL, like so what? That should be like a given. I mean, but that, that's pretty much it because their end users don't care about security, and of but but they all in some way then go and install some plugin and think, hey, I'm secure. Yeah. They probably misconfigure it. They misconfigure it tailored to their server stack. So then also they generate like support burden where, I mean. Where your plugin level firewall conflicts with your server level firewall conflicts with something that you do at the edge, and yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know, it's 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 weird. They're 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 like like coming a lot of like how you say trickle down problems yeah. from offloading the application security to your end users. Yeah. You don't do that at other layers. So why are you doing that at the application layers? I I don't know how that developed basically to be the standard. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. It's a it's a weird thing that's happening, but it is it is most certainly the thing that we have to deal with because um, that is the world we live in. Um, I I, I generally yeah. like to end my podcast on a positive note, but this is a tough one. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what to say or what to ask you uh, to to end up with a positive note. Um, what, what 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 would be your final closing and and possibly possible <laughs> positive note here? I, I I think ultimately we will get there. There are just too many benefits to to do to doing it that way mm-hmm. of having it all handled for the the majority of the end users because it's also way more user friendly. Like no end user wants to log into their site and then like um, sift through like five nested tabs of security settings and yeah. configure something. Yeah. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to know about it. They just want to know and have trust that something's being done the mo- for the most part. Yeah. yeah. So I think ultimately we'll get there. It will take a while. Like you can't do like changes that uh, developed over like 15 years and like a year. It will take time. Sure. But ultimately I'll, I'll think like there, there, there are a lot of good good things happening right now in, in, in WordPress security, like on 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 several different layers i like what for example patch tech is doing um we we have, we have talked with them about um they all basically um open a separate kind of database for reporting security neglects or something that can't be classified traditionally to a cve system um for example, if somebody stores data as plain text that they shouldn't be stored as plain text, yeah. you can't assign a CV easily to that because you can't exploit it if there's no precondition vulnerability. But that doesn't mean that you should use that software and the vendor should absolutely fix that. But right now, and this has been our issue, there's no good way to report it in a way that end users will actually know about it. Yeah. And uh, stuff is changing. Uh, it, it, I'm like, I, I'm not negative about it. I. No, you're, you're being very is. realistic about it, but the, the, the conclusion has to be a negative one. If if there's so right, right much right now, right 
right now, like the, the security ecosystem Morbis is not in the best space, but I feel like we'll absolutely get to a place where it's not that much of an issue anymore or, or not as rampant at least. WordPress will probably, as, as long as it's the, the biggest platform, will always be like the one that's for sure. Tagged. Yeah. Also the most tech just from absolute numbers, but um, the, the percentage doesn't have to be that high. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like, I mean, I feel like ultimately, uh, I don't know if you have that, that same feeling, the last um, half a year or so, like all the vulnerabilities, the exploits, the sites getting hacked, have been like massively gone up. And they have, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. We're not in the best spot right now, but I think it will get better. I'd say like easy fixes you can do right now as a if you're listening as a site owner or, or whatever. Um, ensure that you have really, really good backups. That is, I mean, baked in at the hosting layer. You should have server level backups. You should have multiple sources of backups. So at least if you get hacked, um, there is a way you have back. A good, you, you have a good way back and not yeah. from a plugin. Like make sure you have something at the back uh, at the server level remotely um, append only immutable can't be deleted uh, also you can um, have full server backups at i don't know vulture hetzner they all allow you to have like full server backups uh, on top of the site backups just have multiple sources of backups um, use the, the what we talked about the least privileges don't give clients any outside developers don't make them administrators i mean these are like the, the basics you, these are all free pretty much yep. backups Hey, what do they cost? Like, not that much. Yeah. Um, these are all things you can do. And uh, just to do, like get some basic understanding of, of the, the, the different levels where you can be protected. And um, don't fall for basically the all in one install this and then you're super secure stuff. It, it, you aren't. So that's uh, um, as positive as we can get. Uh, thank you so much for uh, joining. I'm sorry. I, no, I, that's I, fine. I, 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 no. I have a, I have a, I'm positive about the future. But you right are positive now, about the future. Like, that's a good I'm one. I'm positive about the future, but there's like no need to like sugarcoat. No, no. And, and, and nor do I think you should. Um, and I, yeah. I say it in jest. In, uh, I'm, I'm not being, uh, it's more like me, me being facetious. But um, I 100% agree with every th single thing you've said in terms of what to pay attention to, uh, what type of stuff to focus on, uh, what to be wary of and all that stuff. But the, the end conclusion has to be that we are currently not in a good state. The, the, the positive note is we will get there because stuff is moving in that direction. And, um, Stuff is happening, yes. Yeah. So, and, and you know, as such, um, uh, I want to thank you for being on the podcast and sharing your knowledge. Uh, I'm sure. Thanks a lot quite for sure a lot of people learn a lot of stuff about what goes into uh, the, the full concept of securing your WordPress site. So, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks, man.